You are listening to a Live City Church podcast, and we hope you'll experience Jesus today. We are excited to have you join our extended online church family. If you would like further information or wish to access more content, please connect with us on our Live City Church Facebook page or visit us at livecitychurch.com. This morning, our dear friend, uh, Pastor Felix Chua, is not only the founder and senior pastor of Harvest Christian Center in Penang, Malaysia, but he also happens to serve as the Northern District Superintendent of the Assemblies of God in Australia. And just so you're wondering, Australian Christian Churches is another name, which we are, for Assemblies of God. We're an Assemblies of God church. The old days, that's the old language. And it's great to have a superintendent from another nation. Um, I don't know if he's going to share this story, but uh, Pastor Felix Chua was a gangster. So don't let him fool you with his clothes and his demeanor. This man is a gangster. Why don't we stand to our feet as we welcome into the house an apostle of the faith, Pastor Felix Chua. Amen. Please be seated this morning. Thank you, worship team. You've done it well. I'm so happy to be here. And, you know, I, I know Pastor Paul for a long time, maybe 10 years. The first 10 years, yeah? And when we first connected through a friend, and that's how every year, all right? At least or maybe one or twice I didn't see you because you have to be back here, all right? And it's good. And many of the team members who are here. How many of you have been to Penang? Let me see a hand. Yeah. I've got to catch up with you guys later on. <laughs> it's good to have you. Amen. I was excited at what God is doing in this church and West Life. Yes. You know, many times, you know, the uh, Pastor Newton, Pastor Paul have been asking me to come. But uh, it's not God's way, God's timing. But I, I decided to come this year because last year they tied me up. <laughs> I say I won't go unless you give me a date. So when they give me a date, I have no choice but to lock it down. <laughs> Usually when they, they ask me, they say, just come, just come. So, you know, there's no date. <laughs> so when there's no date, I'm not committed. <laughs> so last year I told them, give me a date, then I'll see. So when they lock it down, so I have no choice but to lock it up. <laughs> all right, here am I. All right, uh, I'm into Australia. Actually, this is the third time. First time was at '88 until '89. Two years I live in Melbourne. All right, I, I, I study in the Bible school. All right, I, I, I'm Bible school a student in Australia. Okay, for Melbourne, we stayed there two years. I work and I study. I work and I study. You know, that's a one testimony that you know I've shared a lot uh, two days ago. How God sustained me through Australia, all right? How I have to work and how I have to provide for myself, how I have to pay my school fees. From the day I start until the day I go home, God provided everything. All right? It's not easy, you know. How, you want, I, I think you remember last time when I worked in Australia, it was uh, Aussie dollars, $9.60 something per hour. That time. Oh, no, no, I heard that today is about nearly 20 is it? Yeah, at that time it's just nine, nine dollars something per hour. Okay, so you have a, a half day study in the school, half day you got to work hard to earn the money to rent the house, or right, a few hundreds uh, per per week, you know, and and I own a car too. <laughs> You're surprised. <laughs> car is cheap here, <laughs> right? But I'll, we got a father, amen. Yeah. Wow, we have a father. If he caught you, he's faithful to provide. All right, and we live here two years uh, without no problem. All right, to pay for the school fees because I want to to be what God want me to be. You know, here am I. All right, making Australia too. The second time I was here was uh, 1996, I think. It was a huge song conference. Someone invited us to come, pay for us, and then put us in their house. So I I just attended huge song first time, and after that until now today. So it's about. 13, 23 years. Oh, that's a long time. Long, long time. But Australia still looks the same. <laughs> it's 
still a big land, trees everywhere. All right. It's just like in Melbourne, we have four seasons. All right. Uh, but I've been to Gold Coast when I was in uh, Australia, too, uh, when I was in the Bible school, because at that time, you've alive, you know, you've alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Mount Fracture, how many of you remember Mount Fracture? I don't think of this general. You remember? Right. <laughs> the young one remember, the old one don't remember that. <laughs> Mal Freshers. He's my lecturer in the Bible school. He's a youth director of, of Youth of Life Australia. And they, they have a youth conference at Gokos Ramada Hotel. <laughs> right. So we paid the fees and we took a bus. Wow, I think it took over one day, I think, overnight <laughs> to just reach Gokos. All right. It was a wonderful time. All right. uh, I, I, I have a friend actually in, New, in Sydney. All right, but I lost contact with him because there's those days you don't have WhatsApp, email, all right. It's just letters, all right. And I managed to he invited me to to Sydney once after when I was in the Bible College. He's a, a good friend in a sense that he come like you mission trip, all right. So we, that's how we got connected. So he said when they come to Australia, all right. His name is Michael Kramer. I'm not sure whether you heard of this name. He's with, actually with a CLC church, uh, the old church before Bram Houston. Right? Bram Houston have a church in Sydney, CLC. So that's where they, they came from. Right? Anyway, God is good. Here am I. I got a good friend here, Rob. Oh, he has been a good host. Yeah, Rob. Oh. I'm staying in his house. He's been taking care of me. All right? And he drive me here today, this morning. You know what? Pastor Newton said, take the car and drive yourself here. I say I'll be going... <laughs> I say I'll be rich here by 12. <laughs> it's a long journey, one hour. One hour. Yeah, it's an hour. We start at 8.30 and we, we, we reach after. He's a slow driver. The wife says he drives like a lady. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many are happy in the Lord? Hallelujah. You expecting a miracle today? Oh, Lord. I tell you, I want you to help you this morning, you know, how to have a breakthrough. You know, everyone needs a breakthrough. Am I right? Yeah. All right. You know, we, 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 every day, you know, when you are lack of finance, you need a breakthrough. When you go through depression, you need a breakthrough. All right. If you're struggling with your Christian life, like what Pastor Paul saying, you have not been praying for a long time, you need the breakthrough. Amen. You have not read the Bible every day, you need the breakthrough. Yeah. All right. You know, everything you know, in our life, we need a breakthrough. Yeah. Right. In life, there's always a need. You know why? If there's no need, there's no need for God. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. Everything. All right. We have needs because God created us in that way. If we have everything, why should we go for God? Wow. You know? That's why every Sunday we are here. Right? We are not here to be entertained. Last night, yesterday we hear that message. You know, many people come on Sunday to be entertained. Right? How good the music is going to be, how loud it's going to be. Is it the right song we are singing? Is it you know, the right message we are listening to? Right? But we are here because there is a need. And God, our Father, wants to meet our needs. You know, in, in, in Matthew chapter six, uh, uh, Matthew uh, chapter six. That's not my words, but I just want to, to to highlight. Just go on for you and just to, for someone here. All right. And Matthew chapter six, and here verse twenty-five says, "Therefore I say to you, do not worry about uh, your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? God is more concerned for your soul." Your body, all right? Amen? Amen. Yeah. And then verse 26, it says, look at the birds. All right? The birds, you have beautiful birds everywhere, all right? And it says, of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into the bums, all right? Yet your hungry father feed them. Are you not more valued than them? Yeah. Are you not more valued than if all the birds there, you look at it, so beautiful clothes. They wear beautiful clothes with the good feathers, some are yellow, some are pink, you know, the colorful birds. I saw it. Beautiful birds. That's why a lot of people spend a lot of money to watch bird watching. 
I don't know what you're doing. Spend so much money. Go what? You know, when I go into the deep junk in, 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 in Malaysia, there is a called a, a, what, a national park. All right? It's so far away, so deep away. I'll tell you. And there's nothing. Only tigers and, you know. But <laughs> sometimes you will see one. Sometimes you will not. But usually you won't. <laughs> it's only the lucky one that will find the, uh, the, the lucky one that will find the tigers and they will not live anymore. <laughs> They'll be eaten by tigers. <laughs> right? And, and I, I went to, to, to National Park and I can see a few Europeans going now with this. Deep in the jungle, just. And they spend a lot of money. I said, what are you looking for? <laughs> Bats. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. People travel the world. All right. Many of you will want to go to Malaysia to enjoy. I come, you know, I come to Australia, I need to go to Gold Coast or whatever, but not go to some place deep in the jungle, take your binoculars. <laughs> but, you know, that's birds. People enjoy it. But here the Bible says, are you not more valuable than birds? Come on. Yeah. Yay. And then what did he say, Samuel? All right. It, 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 he said, what's the saying? Which of you, by worrying, can uh, add one cupid to his touches? Can you grow? He said, if you, you, you know, can you grow further? Can you grow higher? You know, if you are worrying. He said, verse 26, so why do you worry about your clothes? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, how neither they, they to, uh, toy nor spin. There are many uh, flowers out there, so beautiful. And God say, and yet I say to you, even, all right, Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so close the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you little faith? Turn to your neighbor and say, little faith. Little faith. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles look for. But your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Your Father, my Father, He knows that he, you need all these things. All right. You're singing about how powerful Jesus is. How wonderful his name is. Do you believe that? Yeah. yeah. You got to believe that. And he say, your fathers know all your need. So why do you worry about that? And come verse 32, he say, but seek, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Yeah. Seek in a sense that look to your father first. All right. Look to your father who cares for you. Yesterday I was telling uh, 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 the conference, you know, every needs that you have, God already have a solution for you. Yes. Every needs that you need, God has placed it somewhere for you. You just have to be there at the right place at the right time to just connect it. All right. Just if you're looking for Wi-Fi. You got to go to the right place to get one. Oh, I need one. <laughs> Isn't it right? Yeah. You're looking for it all the time. Right. All right. And I'm telling them, you look at the Bible. It's all example for us. Read the word. Read the word. Read the word. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's all in there. You know. We, we want to hear, we want to, 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 to follow people, I want to hear from here, there. We all, let me tell you, we have all the answer in the Word of God. It's not just for pastors, not just for leaders, but the Bible is for everybody. In the old days, you know, you know in the traditional uh, 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 church, you are not allowed to read the Word. You only listen from what is in a pulpit, what they tell you. But God today say, I have a lover's to hear His Word, read His Word, know His Word freely. All right? And we should know what God has for us. And I was telling uh, the, the conference, you know, when God needs a car, <laughs> you know, He's going to Jerusalem. Right? He needs to ride a cart. You know, a donkey? All right? He just asks His disciples, 
Go to that place in that lane. You will see one donkey tie. Unleash it, take it, and give me that right. If someone asks you, say the master need of it. Tell me, who tied that donkey there? Who? God have arranged it. On that morning, that, 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 that owner said, hey, what should I do? Well, let's tie it here. <laughs> it's not there 24 hours, 365 days waiting. <laughs> Where's the one man? He got what it in. There was a need. And God prepared. And that donkey was tied there. And that donkey has not been used before. It's not, it's not just any donkeys. Are you listening? It's not just any donkeys. It got to be the right donkey. And that donkey has not been right, written before. Oh. So when God needs, there is. Another time, Jesus said, why should we prepare the Passover? You drink, they take the communion, right? And, and, and Jesus was there. He, 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 who, and, and the disciples said, Master, where should we? Have you ordered? Have you, have you booked a place? Have you made an, a, a booking? Tonight, we're going to celebrate the Passover. They all so messed up, you know? And Jesus said, don't worry. Go to the market square. Market square. Look for a man with a pitch of wood. You know, pitch. Uh, yes, come on, yes. uh, another, you know, yep. look for that man and follow him, and you'll get the place. Do what he tells you. And that morning, that man wake up in the morning and say, What should I do? What should I do? And the wife say, Hey, you're so free. Just take the pitch and go and collect water. The wife, and the wife is supposed to do that. Let me tell you, only ladies carry a pitcher of water. No men carry a pitcher of water yeah. during that time. Yeah, that's you understanding? Yeah, do you understand what I'm telling you? All right? You don't see guys carrying, I don't know, today, today, oh, you can't. Even guys hold handbag. No, 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 guys hold handbag now today. Oh, the world has changed. <laughs> In, and guys wear women's clothes. Wow, I'll tell you. <laughs> if God would say, go and find a, a guy with a woman's clothes, it would be easier last time. <laughs> but today, there are so many. It's so, so confusing. Yeah, no, no, no. No way, no way. <laughs> and, and, and you see that. That morning, that guy just wake up and I go, I say, go and take a piece of water. He <laughs> say, honey, you're supposed to do that. <laughs> but I want you to do today. 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 Now? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? <laughs> he was in the square holding a piece of water. <laughs> you know, what a shame, you know. And all the ladies are looking at him. <laughs> Look funny. Don't you think so? But that was how God provided. That's how if if Jesus was asked the guy uh, uh, the disciples look for a woman with a pitcher of water. You won't can find. There'll be all the ladies waiting there. Are you the one? 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 Oh, but it's that way. But that two disciples, I think they were missing. What is Jesus? Can we find a man with a piece of water? You know, no, that's, that's church. That's church. When God speaks a word to us, can that be? Can that happen? It's so strange. But they did. They went there and the man was carrying the people. That's the man! <laughs> and you know the whole long story. He followed the man and there's where the place was prepared for him. When there's a need, God already 
ahead of you. I want to say, God is ahead of you. I'm telling you, God is ahead of you. All right. And then I can tell you story of the story. When, 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 Pete, when, when Peter was telling uh, Jesus, he said, you know, they're complaining that you're not paying taxes. Jesus, you're not paying taxes. And, uh, and where should we get the money to pay taxes, the temple taxes? And I say, go and fish. <laughs> the first fish that you caught, there's a coin inside the fish. Amazing. When did the fish swallow the coin? <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Someone dropped a coin and the fish came by. <laughs> and the fish was swimming. The whole ocean had to come to the right spot where Peter had to go and fish. Have you ever thought of that? You don't. You just read the Bible. But have you ever sit down and ever tired of it? How God prepared a fish, swallowed the coin, and prepared a person to drop the coin? <laughs> and how the fish is in the sea. How many fish are in the sea? Oh. Is there only one fish? <laughs> it got to be the only fish. The chosen fish. Right? Even the fish have to sacrifice his life. Think of that. Uh, poor fish. But that's how God used. And he found it a kind. All right. When there's a need, God go ahead. All right. When, when, you remember Jesus was the, fight, the feeding of 5,000? Wow, I tell you. That day, God got going to perform miracle to feed 5,000, and, and, and it's just the man. It plus the woman there with 10,000 or more. All right. Remember? I was wondering why the child, a boy, had to take so big lunch. Five loaves and two fishes, am I right? That morning? And the mother said, come on, I give you more. I give you more. Take it all. If that boy was not there at that time, and would not offer the five loaves and two fish, there would not be a miracle to feed all the hungry. It's all the timing. God already prepared. Make it ready for them to have it. All right? Abraham, the Isaac, now today is the day, all right? The Muslim observing the sacrifice. Yeah, they, they believe that too. But they only believe that it was Abraham sacrificing Ishmael. All right, it's a different. Today is the day they, 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 they observe the day of Holy Koban. It's a day of sacrifice all right, in the calendar. And they, they say that it was Abraham sacrificing Ishmael, not Isaac. All right, it's the big day all right, everywhere. In my, in, in my nation, they're serving it. And here is it. Remember, Abraham was sacrificing his son as an offering. Am I right? God said, give me your son, your only son, Isaac. Wow, God demand. Now I'm going to go through my story a little. How to have your breakthrough. And Abraham had to give Isaac. And literally, he wanted to sacrifice. Am I right? Yeah. And immediately, God stopped him. All right? And God said, stop. Now I know that you will not hold back. The words say hold back. Everyone say hold back. You will not hold back even to give to me. And because of that, all right, you have honored me. And where will you find the sacrifice? And behold, the ram was caught in the bush. God provided another. So everywhere you see that God has made a way for your solution. Can you say Amen. Any needs, any problem, God already go ahead of you. He has gone ahead of you, preparing for all your problems. All right? Now today I want to talk about how to have your breakthrough. Remember, your breakthrough in a sense that you don't just wait for it to fall down from heaven. Breakthrough is for you to go and break. You got to act. You got to do something. There's nothing falling down from the sky. Even miracles, even God used, uh, God had to perform miracles through you, through things. 
All right? God had to use. He got to use the, 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 the boy's lunch. He got to use the fish. He got to use the man. He got to use something to perform the miracles to meet our needs. And you, if you want a breakthrough, you yourself must offer yourself. All right? You got to be the man. You got to be the woman. All right? Now, I want your attention to First King. All right? And quickly, I'm going to give you a few, few uh, 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 keys of First King. All right, this is a neat here. First King chapter 17. If you can have it on the, the projector, it will be easier. All right. And here is the story about Elijah. All right. And here Elijah the Tashbite, the Bible say, uh, God began to ask him to, 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 to judge the nation and say there will be droughts, there will be no rain for three years and a half, except God's word. All right. And here in verse 3, and God command Elijah and say, Get away from here. Turn eastward and hide by the brook of Cherith and, and flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. God can even use ravens to feed the needs of his servants. Can you see that? In a sense that God can use anybody. He can use animals. He can use natural. He used people. And when he asked Elijah to go to that place, he said, don't worry, I will provide for you. That's why I'm saying that, you know, I've seen all my provision because I trust God. Because I look to my Henry Father who say, faithful is I have called you and faithful I will give you, provide for you. And here, Elijah was sent, all right? And here, the river or the, just a stream provide for water. And each day, a, a bird or reverence will come to provide his need. Alright? I'm telling you, this bird is a very selfish bird. He won't share. But God has command. Listen, God command. God command. And what God command, He gives authority. And the bird has to listen. Even birds have to take lunch. There's no KFC, it's not fried Kentucky fried chicken here. I don't know what he's giving, all right? I don't know what type of food that he's giving to Elijah. But anyway, God is providing. He knows your need. That's what I'm saying. There. Your heavenly fathers know your need, all right? And here's it. He began to ask uh, 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 Elijah to go there. But let me tell you, breakthrough is not just once breakthrough. Breakthroughs is always there is a breakthrough in everything, all right? Now, verse 4. And it, and, and it will be that you shall drink, and then verse 5 say, And he went according to the word of the Lord, for he went, all right, and stayed by the brook, Jared, which flows from Jordan. The raven will come in the morning with bread in the evening, and they drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. All right. Breakthrough after breakthrough, you need it. Here was Elijah was in need. He needed to be fed. He went there, but it will always run out. You know, I, I was telling the story yesterday. You know, you can pray for the sick. Yes, they get healed, but they still will fall sick one day and we go back to heaven. Well, we just do what you need to do. Continue to pray. Never give up. Am I right? All right. We continue to do. People get healed. One day, they will still, either one way or another, they will still go away to heaven. All right. And, and here's it. Our needs will continue to have needs. Elijah have needs. But then the need stopped. God provide for him. All right? But that miracle stopped because the Bible says the brooks run dry. It will come a time that you will face that needs again. That's why I'm saying that there's always need. If there's no need, you don't need God. But there's always need that created us to know and to remind us that God is faithful. That God is faithful to us. Every time we face that problem, we need a breakthrough and we need to come to God and say, God, help me. Give me the wisdom. Give me the, the, the word that I can have a breakthrough. And here in verse uh, chapter 17, and it happened after that while the brook dried up, verse 6a, then the word, again the word, listen to it, then the word of the Lord came to him again. Alright, verse 9 say, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I command a widow there to provide for you. Whoa, 
I'm thank you. God have his way of using people to provide. If I'm Elijah, I'll say, God, you command a widow to help me. Tell me about widow. Today, well, they have all the benefit from the government. But in those days, widows are poor. They are very poor. Right? There's no, that's why the Bible commands us to take care of the widows in the New Testament. Please make sure that the church take care of the widows. Provide for their family. Help them. Because they are struggling to, 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 to handle the family. And they are one, a single parent. All right? And the widow needs to be fed. But God asked Elijah to go to the widow. All right? I was thinking, why God didn't send him to the rich man? Is there no rich man there? Think of that. Is the people all that poor or poorer than the widow? I think the widow must be the poorest. You see, when God wants to do something in our life in a breakthrough, He used things His way. And He used a foolish thing from our, our wisdom. You got to understand that. Right? You know, sometimes we wish. Right? I'm telling you, I look at this place. Right? You're nearly you're full. Hardly, you can't contain anymore. Right? Look at this place. I tell you, uh, my church is the size of you people, these people. But I have a big hall. <laughs> I own a building. Right? You know that. I got a building. I got two floors. Right? And, 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 and I tell the, ch uh, the church last, yesterday. Right? And, and I never won a building. I never won a property of my own because it's expensive. Expensive. I want to just oh just pay the renter. I don't have any commitments in my finance. If I go and get a mortgage, I'm gonna pay thousand. You know, I can pay rent for one thousand six hundred for two floors that I rent the old times. All right. If I get a, a, a loan, I'm gonna pay at least six seven thousand a month. And I was thinking how I'm gonna pay that. If what happened if my member all become like the veto? <laughs> All right. Where would the money come from? All right. I don't want to burden myself in that way. So I never want it. But when I tell them the opportunity just came, someone just want to give, uh, sell off their church because they are moving to a new building. All right. and, and, and when they give me that idea, I say, all right, pray about it. How much is it? 800000 Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I look at my bank account. You know, you know, I'm telling you, my... Last time when I bought that building, less than this group of people. And they are young people. They are young people. Student, college student. And they are young working adult. And they follow me when they are in, in secondary school. And many of them are going to plan to get married. I think they are saving money for their marriages and things like that. In 2002 at that time. Right? And they're all young adults, finished college. Some went to working career. I don't have big shot. You know big shot? I don't have lawyers, I don't have doctors, I don't have businessmen. They are all working people. And when, when this idea came about me, I, I say, oh no, I look at the people, oh no. All right, God, 800,000. All right, I just, I just come from being a tent maker. I was a tent maker. All right, I worked about three or four, I think four years business to start the church. And then I feel that the, 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 the money was quite okay to support a pastor. All right. So I, I, I tell them I'm coming back to full time. They say, don't problem, just come in. Right. I'm struggling. And my wife was not joining me. At that, you know? And he came in later too because they were working with my mother church. We cannot provide for everybody in the church. And, but God has his way. He wants me to have a building bigger than this place. I don't want to rent. I'm not going to carry this thing. You know? And God wants me to do that. Right. When I say no, after praying, I say no, I can't sleep for a week or two. I can't because God is God from God. Some people say, how do you know it's from God? Well, it's from God. He troubles you. <laughs> you will have no peace. You will have no peace. I have peace as a natural man say, who, no burden. <laughs> I don't have to raise money. I don't have to. Well, I'm not a good person who gets money. 
I tell the people I can get a chicken out, I can get an egg out of the chicken easier than get money from the people. <laughs> and I'm not a guy who come and tell your money and I, I, I'm embarrassed. Right? I just tell you once after that, God, you took me to them. That's it. I'm not going to come every week and tell you again and again and again, you know. I've seen many, many this, this, this type of people. They, they will come and manipulate people and say, I know that today there are 10 persons that is going to give 1,000 US dollars. 10. I'm not that kind. <laughs> yeah. But after when I feel that I can't sleep, then I say, okay, God is you, yes. And God make it away. God make it away. And I say, yes, I have the peace. And we, we, I call up and say, yes. Don't sell that building. I need it. I, I tell you, they just give me face because I'm the daughter church. They know that I can't afford it. I know that because only one member that is my good friend. They tell the, the boss, say, ask Felix first. Ask him first. If he's the one, then we can sell to somebody. And this was the thing. Oh, I don't think they can make it. <laughs> right. But God can make it with our Father. I tell you a whole story. We have to apply for a loan. We have to apply for a loan. And many times we get rejected. I want to raise the deposit. At least 200000 from the people. All right? I'm surprised. I said, oh, if I don't get the 200000 I'm going to cut the deal. I'm not going to have it. I tell you. I'm saying, looking at all these youngsters here, I say, where do they get the money? Friend, I don't know where the reverend got the, the, the meat from or the bread from or from and McDonald's. I don't know where he got it from. I don't care. But I just tell the church, well, if you want a building, I need 200000 as a deposit. 600 we have get it from the bank as a loan. All right. I do a pledge. That week, I collect a pledge. Woo! It's over 200000 wow. I say, whoa! I don't believe it. You know? And I see those people all sacrificing themselves. You got to give. You got to sacrifice. All right? And, and sometimes I think, I have no rich people in my church. We are looking at the rich. But God is looking at the widow. Look at me. It's not all the time the rich that is going to give. It's not just the rich. And God can choose the rich. And they can give. But still they are rich. But he chose to bless those who are widow, who can't, because God wants them to be blessed. The rich can give and they can still remain rich. But God knows the widow needs a breakthrough. I want to say a breakthrough. And what is a breakthrough? Look at that. All right. And he said, Go to the widow. And in, 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 in first, verse 11, and he was going to. Uh, verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering stick. And he called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So he said, As the Lord your God live, do not have, I do not have bread, only a handful of Flour in a bean and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm going to gather a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Who? Last meal. And verse 13. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, and after some of Afterwards, make some for yourself and your son. For thus say the Lord. I want to say, thus say the Lord. He said, thus say the Lord of Israel. The bin of your flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry, until the day the Lord send rain on the earth. That widow have a needs. And you know his need, the last meal. Yeah, I'm going to eat and die. Many of you thinking, I, 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 I'm going to struggle. This is my last. But God wants to do a miracle with what you have. I'm telling you the story. You need to let go. 
If you don't let go what you have, God cannot multiply. The more you hold, the more you hold, you will not see the miracle. That's why Jesus' kingdom mind, you're talking about so much about kingdom. The, mind, the kingdom minded is more about giving. It's more about seeking first the kingdom of God. Alright? It's all about letting go. Alright? I was telling them the, the, the monkey story. How the monkey trapped himself is this way. It's easy to catch a monkey. It's easy. Just get a box. Drink a little hole. Just a palm of his hand can go in. Leave a banana in there. Banana. Or anything he likes. Coconut. When the monkey saw it, there's no way of getting the, the, the food. And he saw a little hole there. He'll put his little tiny hand in. And then he will grab the banana. So when he grabbed the banana, he closed his palm. And that's where he locked himself up in a little hole. In a little hole? He put his hand in there. Lock himself there. Are you seeing the picture? Yeah. It's just a small hole. You can put it in your hand. But when you lock yourself, you're stuck. Yeah. And that's how you catch the monkey. And then the, 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 the trapper will come, oh, we got a monkey. And the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey could have let go. Let go. And he would have. Escape. But the monkey chose to hold on. When he hold on, there's no freedom. Freedom. There's no freedom. You're bound. You're bound. You're binding yourself from the breakthrough. You're not releasing you yourself from the breakthrough. All right? And many of us are holding on too. And here, when you know, when, when the widow comes and says, Oh, you know what? I can't afford. I can't afford. You know, if I give you, we will die. My son will die. But the man of God doesn't care. I'm going to help you. I'm there to help you. And many times when pastor or preacher come, we are helping you. We are there to help you to have your breakthrough. All right? You're not here to do something bad for you. Why the reason I'm here today this morning is to give you the key. I want to say the key. To have your freedom, to have your breakthrough, all right, releasing, releasing. And here, the man of God doesn't care. He said, "I don't." He don't, he don't even want to say, "Oh, I'm so sorry." He said, "Go and make it for me." It's the act of doing it. The first key you need to hear is God's voice, the Word of God. Write it down. You want a breakthrough? Hear the Word of God. The hear of God, the prophetic word. I'm telling you, I'm not a prophet. But I tell you, when I preach, I preach prophetically. I release. Because the word is prophetic. You know, many of us want to go to a great man who prophesy. All right? Oh, friend, you can go all your way. I have listened to many, many prophets. All right? And I choose to listen to God. Right? I've heard it. They even call my name. They call my name. I don't know this guy, but he can call my name. Felix is easy. But to get my chua is difficult. I don't wear the name tag. He calls a lot of people's name. He can even call you by numbers of your ID card. I can show you. He can just tell you your birthday. Right. He called me by name. Right. Well, whatever he say, I just have to. <laughs> even he can call my name, even he can call my whatever. I still lick the word and I just have to hear from my God. All right. I doesn't care. Well, whatever you say about me, it still haven't come past yet, you know. Heaven. <laughs> Which is really, really out. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, listen. But you got to hear. I'm teaching you to hear from God. I'm teaching you to read the Word of God yourself. Read the Word of God yourself. Get that prophetic word from the Word of God. Don't be lazy. Don't hear from just wanting to get from someone. Can you tell me? Can you tell me? Can you tell me? God, your Father, have you as His, God, his favorite son and daughters. 
There's no grandson, a granddaughter for, for God. You're all beloved. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're beloved son and daughters of God. Come on. He loved you just like anybody. You don't have to go through anybody. So you got to hear the word of God. You want to get your breakthrough, you must have the word. All right? Listen to the prophetic word of God. Read it. And many Sunday you come here when your pastor is preaching. All right? You know, one of the things I tell my members, you know, you come in day in and out, day in and out. And then, you know, some guest speaker come in and you say something. Say, oh, that's the one. Oh, that's the one. I say, I've been teaching you and telling you for one year. One year. One year. Right? One year. And come here. Your pastor is here every Sunday. He's teaching, preaching. And you're just listening. That's a word for you. Not the whole sermon, but that's a word. The word. I always encourage people, catch the word. What's the word that's for you that morning? That is the prophetic word. That's the word for your breakthrough. That's the word for your miracle. That's the word for your healing. That's the word for you to be set free. And you're not paying attention. Oh, someone from Malaysia have to come over. There one came over. But they're speaking the same thing. It's a different way. But it's still the word of God. Here, every Sunday. Read the Word of God. Important thing is read the Word of God yourself every day and let the Word speak to you. Act on the Word. If you don't read the Word and act on the Word, there's no miracle, there's no breakthrough. A prophetic Word. I tell you, you know, um, two weeks ago, three weeks, now three weeks already, uh, in, in mid-July, I, I went to China. You know, last year I went to China and I went in contact with the underground church people and I said, God, what can I do to help these Chinese brothers and sisters? So God connected me to one uh, Korean missionary. And they're saying that every year we do a, a winter camp and a summer camp. And, and we bring all these Tibetan children from Tibet. Come down to this uh, city called Chengdu. All right, it's about a day journey by train. Right, bring them all here and we run a summer camp. Teaching these youngsters, the children or the, the, the teenager, and the uh, the what's called, from the age of, uh, eight to age 15, 16, bring them here and we help them English. But English is just the, the cash. The real one is that we teach them the Bible story. Every morning, three hours, we will, will give them one new story. By the end of the summer camp for two weeks, they will have 10 Bible story, And that Bible story is not just I tell you story, listen, but they have a way of teaching. I teach you, you hear, then you tell somebody, and then after that, you tell me, you know, it's like that you hear it, now you tell me that story that I tell you, and I hear, and then I act. It's just that they're acting on it. And they remember every story. And we tell them from creation until uh, uh, Jesus crucified, uh, passed over. And by the time they finish, to two weeks, they have the Bible story in them. They go back to the village and they will share. And someone else get Remember, Tibetans, listen, Tibetans, they, they are locked with their, 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 their tribe and their religion. All Tibetans are Buddhists. To get out of Buddhism, you just cut off your race. You're no more Tibetans. It's like a Muslim. All right, like Malay in Malaysia. Malay must be Muslim. If you are not a Muslim, it is tied together. You cannot cut it off. It's religion. And, and for them to be converted is very difficult. That's why they spend a lot of money to bring them in. Yes, Tibet is, Tibetan is very minimum Christianity. Right? And these underground churches are doing that. So I say, yeah, I want to visit you next year. So I make an appointment this July. I say, I will go. And I'm going to bring a team. And we're going to be involved in telling the Bible story, teaching English. And at night, I would at night, the whole activities, morning Bible story, afternoon is uh, English teaching and games, basketball. Night, the two hours is the gospel time. And then I preach. I have to preach to little children. I have to bring my message down to help them. Wow, I tell you, it's difficult, but to tell to them. Right? And, and, and two, every night, they will hear the gospel. And many of them will respond. But the real conversion is at the end of the camp. They will ask and challenge them, do you give, want to give your life to Jesus? And those who responded will have to go through baptism. 
The baptism is a real conversion. And for they know that. They know that. If they will be baptized, they wash away all the Buddhism, everything. Because their family are all Buddhists. And most of them are, the, 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 the guys are more, more what you call, they are uh, what, Lama, you know? And tell you the needs was bad, uh, great. Most of the children don't know their father. Because the Lama will come to any village and sleep with any woman. They cannot oblige because they're holy men. And many of these villages, you have a lot of children without fathers. So I, I have the burden and say, yes, I will go. But you know, the, the year when I went there, you know, in uh, China, they are kicking out a lot of missionaries. Thousands and thousands of them. And you know, my friend who I say I want to go, he was kicked out. Then he came to Penang. I said, well, <laughs> now my, I will still go. So I make a comment to cut the whole long story short. The pastor of the underground church was kicked out too. Right? He was kicked out. He was a Chinese, but he was kicked out because he was married to a Korean. All right? And the Chinese government say, you cannot pastor your church, you're illegal, and you have to shut up. And this church, so he gonna. So I make a comment and say, no matter what, I will still go. It's dangerous to go. All right? So I still go. So in March, when the pastor come and he say, Pray for us. We want to have a summer camp. We're not sure whether we can have it or not. Pray for our finance because we have to raise a lot of money to pay for them. Eat, hotel and everything, hostel, you know, putting them in hostel, sending the, 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 the two weeks, one team, yes, at least on one month because they do two batch, two group. So the whole month of summer. And say, we have to spend a lot of money. I say, pray. And when he say, raise the money, pray for us, I say, you don't have to pray for it. I will help you to raise it. Right. And out of nowhere, I stand in the pulpit and say, Church, I want to go in July and I'm going to take 10,000, ring it to go. Right. Looking at all the members' the eyes. <laughs> right. I just say that. Then after the meeting, I say, I'm a fool. What have I done? <laughs> Raising 10,000, ring it. And looking at all of them, their faces, and one thinking, how am I going to do it? I don't know. I only share once on the Sunday and one in my prayer meeting. And that prayer meeting, I said again, and after that, no. It was in March. After the meeting of two, uh, of two or three weeks, someone said, Oh, Pastor, I got a thousand for you. And everyone gave me that. I got two thousand. And from March until July, I've earned two thousand. And I was saying, Wow. I said, It's all right. I just open my mouth. I just tell them. I'm not going to tell them again. Lord, if I have to go with two thousand, I'll just say, Sorry, I gave you two thousand. All right. Do you know, the week before I flew off, someone called me. He said, Pastor, you know that month you were telling us that uh, you are going to raise 10000 You got the money? I say, no, I got 2000 You see, but I heard that day you say 10000 In my heart, I said, God, I want to give 5000 I want to give 5000 And he said the Lord, he told the Lord, he said, I have not, I don't have the money. You don't have the money? And he was saying, you want to give 5000 He said, Lord, I don't have the money. Um, he, he, actually, he, he just worked part-time. All right? I don't have a saving. But anyway, he said, I got an uh, insurance investment which I've locked up for a long time. If that investment can give me that money, I will take that money to give that away. But when he checked that time, it was just less than 1000 You know the profit? And they say, no way. Even the guy will tell me, no way. This type of investment takes a long time to grow to 5000 And you are, you, are, you are investing in a, uh, not a big amount, a small amount. All right. No way. But guess what? When it's July, he called me, Pastor, it went up. <laughs> he went up. He said, I got about nearly 5000 now. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to give it to you. Right. You know what I mean? I tell you. He act on the prophetic word and I say, I want to raise 10000 He didn't even tell me that. All right? He just took it. All right? And that's it. When he took it, the faith, and said, that's the word. He said, I'm going to give 5000 and got it. I tell you, that's miracle for her. And after that, when I share this story, the next meeting, someone just gave me another 3000 I got 10000 Another guy said, I'm going to give you 1000 I got 11000 just the day before I flew off. I got the money. I went there. I give that to the, the, the person. I say, now, this is the money I say I will raise. Friend, God has prepared. So act on the word of God. All right? 
And quickly, I want to tell you number two, just quickly, and I give you the key, and I'm going to close here. Act on the word of God, be obedient. I want to say be obedient. All right. And here is it, you see that this guy, uh, this widow was obedient to the word of God. When Elijah said, give me, he took it. He cook it and gave his last meal. Obedient in sacrificing. Like this woman in my church. It's actually not my church, I have to tell you. She's not even my member. She's my youth in a long time ago. He, and in my church, long time ago. But she left OC, very long time. She came back, she go back to his uh, mother's church because she had to take the mother's church. And he only attend my meeting. Listen, my meeting once or twice a month during the prayer meeting. He only hear that prof- word, the release on that day. He just took it and that's how God provides. Everyone say obedient. And the last one I'm talk about this is listen. You got to sacrifice your seed. Like the widow, the last flower, the oil is the seed. The last one. Don't eat your seed. Sow your seed. Sow your seed. So when he sowed the seed, the word is this. Your flower shall not run dry. Your oil will not run dry. Friend, that is the breakthrough. Don't you think so? So this morning, listen. You want your breakthrough? Hear the word. Act on the word in obedience. And learn to let go. Sacrifice your seed. Sow it and you will have your breakthrough. Is it good? Stand your feet. Come on, stand your feet. Everybody stand your feet. You know, as we are closing this morning, you know, you know that each one of us have a break. We need a breakthrough in one way or another. And I'm believing for this church in the name of Jesus that you're not going to be here too long. In the name of Jesus, you will have a bigger place. Oh, your, 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 your stage are too crammed. You know, your stage are too crammed. Uh, even difficult to get even people to come out here to be prayed for, you know. Uh, and God has provided for you. It's out there. It's out there. The man of, with the peach is out there. The reverend is out there. The boy with his lunch is out there. I'm telling you, the widow is out there. Don't look. Don't look. God can use anybody to provide. Don't say, I can't. Look to yourself. Don't say, I can't. I tell you, God wants to do that in your life. In order for you to have a breakthrough, God needs to break into you. And you need to break yourself. And this morning, I'm releasing that prophetic word to you, to you right now. That you will have your breakthrough. If you will act on the word of God in obedience, and you will let go of your holding right now. Trust God. Our Father know the best for you. And He has prepared a solution to your problem. Ready for you. Get ready for you. And this morning, as we close here this morning, how many of you need a breakthrough? I want you to see, see your hand right now. Leave it up to God and say, God, I'm willing to let go. God, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to act on the word of God. If you say, give, I will give. You say, go, I will go. You say, do this, I will do this. I tell you, obedience to the word of God. And you will see that breakthrough coming to your life right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Where you are right now, I'm going to release that anointing and blessing of your breakthrough upon you. A breakthrough anointing. A breakthrough anointing. Come on, tell God. Tell God. Tell God. Tell God. God, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go. I'm going to be obedient to your word. I'm going to hear your voice. And I'm going for my breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, Father, I just pray over all your people right now. We need a breakthrough here. Lord, this church needs a breakthrough. Lord, we just pray. The breakthrough is here. The Lord of the breakthrough is here. And Lord, the provision is here. The answer is here. We do not have to look out. Lord, you have prepared a solution here for us. All of us will have to walk in obedience to act on the world. And Lord, we will see that as we die to ourselves, and then we will see life coming out from here. So in the name of Jesus, I pray for all your people here. Lord, a miracle is waiting for them. A breakthrough is a virtue 
here right now for them to break through right now. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, as they lay down, as they sacrifice, I pray in the name of Jesus, may you bring breakthrough for them in their finance, in their work, in their relationship, in their work with you. I love to expand this church for the kingdom of God. We want to see more grow. Lord, there is power in this church and in this place. So, Father, I bless all your people here right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Everyone say? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining Life City Church. And we hope that you were blessed and inspired by today's message. If this ministry has made an impact on your life, we'd love to hear from you. Please drop us a line and share your story at thanks at lifecitychurch.com or email us your prayer needs at prayer at lifecitychurch.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about your story. If you love the ministry of Live City Church, you can make a financial gift to help us spread the good news of Jesus by going to livecitychurch.com and clicking the giving tab. We hope today's message has spoken into your life and look forward to your next visit.